0: Hello, my name is Xavier Mercado, and this is Spearhead Conversations. Hello, my name is Xavier Mercado, and this is Spearhead Conversations. Today, I'm joined by a special guest, Drace, an up-and-coming artist out of Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Speaking on Milwaukee, he's worked with some of the biggest names out of Milwaukee, names like Steve Hybicki, a.k.a. The Sauce, or Steve Phillips, a.k.a. Philly Flyboy. His passion, ambition, and individuality has set him apart. Besides that, I've had so many requests. And when I say so many requests to get this interview going, I'm blessed to say I finally have them here. So without further
1: ado, how you doing, Drace? Little Draceky in the building. What's up? What's up, y'all? Let's get it. Let's get it. You know, (laughs) y'all wanted me here. I am here. It is a blessing to be here. So let's get into some things. That's awesome. That's good. All right, man. Uh, Where did you grow up? Where did I grow up? Well, I grew up in Mexico for four years. Oh, wow. Um, yep. I was born in Mexico, Tampico, Tamaulipas. And, you know, my, my dad migrated here. Um, he was laid off, president, you know, just politics going on over there. Yeah. He was laid off. Actually, you know, he was a surgeon. So, you know, doing a lot of things in like, boats, doing, like, first he started doing, like, Surgeon stuff. I believe surgeon stuff. That's like. <laughs> tell me. Tell me yeah. your dad is a doctor. He's yeah. doing surgeon stuff. But no, literally he was doing that. I wouldn't know because I wasn't alive during that time, during that process. But I know that he was working in boats with their call like plataformas and yeah. like pretty much like he was a doctor on base there. Oh, yeah. So he got laid off. Um He came here first, obviously scope out the sitch. Um, and then we came and we, you know, we migrated here and I grew up in the South Side. The south Side was good. Um, I went to Allen Field, Six and Lapham.
0: My sister went to that school yeah. for a little while.
1: I love Allen Field. It has, like, a special place in my heart. And actually, that's where I discovered artistry. Okay. W- weird thing. And not weird, but weird that we're bringing <laughs> it up and we're talking about artistry yeah. and elementary school and all that. So.
0: How was your childhood growing up as far as, like, once you moved over here?
1: Well, once I moved over here, it was way better. Um, you know, obviously... Um, dad gets laid off. You don't know yeah. what's going to happen. You know, you're, you're not living with your dad for about eight months. Oh wow. You know what I mean? I'm just living with my mom and my brother during that time. My dad was living in Milwaukee. Um, so yeah, you know, like I didn't know what was happening. I was trying to figure it all out. You're three, four years old. So then I came here and it was a whole culture shift and shock. Right. Yeah. Cause I didn't know any English. I came here like just super little kid, what, five, six years old, Yeah, started Allen Field. um, And yeah, I started first grade here and I was freaking terrified. Wow. I didn't know no English, you know, and everyone knew English and God bless um, this lady, man. This lady's who is, is who's my angel now? Rest in peace to this lady, but her name was um, Lydia Torres. That was my first grade teacher. Okay. Um, And she just passed away this year, and actually— I'm sorry to hear that. You no, know, it's okay. We love her. She's, she's an angel, and honestly, like, heaven sent. She's helped so many people. But if it wasn't for her, I wouldn't have friends here. She, like, really encouraged people to be my friends mm-hmm. just because I didn't know how to communicate with people. Yeah. I was in a bilingual program, too, so that kind of helped. But she was really the one that kind of took me in the wing and kind of like took like that motherly figure when my mom yeah, was sure. around. So, yeah, man, it was, it was kind of hard coming here at first.
0: So you went to Allenfield. Um, where did you go to high school?
1: Riverside. Look at dude. You know the vibes. You know the vibes big Tiger Big Tiger vibes. But, you know, the, the good thing about, well, the, the lucky thing about me is that I went to school on the south side, yep. the elementary school, and then middle school I went to school on the north side, yep. which was back in the day Samuel Morse Middle School i'm gonna say the whole name for the gifted and talented um so i was in the north side then and then high school i went to the east side so that's pretty much three out of the four locations in milwaukee yeah yeah i'm very connected i know a lot of people as far as like growing up you know it's kind of hard not to know milwaukee when you went to school on the south east and north side you kind of grew up with a lot everyone had all types of variety of people
0: okay um What's your earliest memory of you uh, finding your love for music?
1: Oh, my God. Well, <laughs> I think I was born to be an entertainer because since I was born, I was always like setting umbrellas and like little like, I don't, I don't even know if there was microphones. I don't know what the hell they were, but it was like the umbrella and I would put something on top of the umbrella and yeah. I would pretend that was like my mic stand. Okay. So I actually have a picture of that. I have a picture of that somewhere. Um, I posted a couple years ago, but that's when I kind of fell in love with entertainment And then ironically, I went to Allen Field and in fifth grade, there was like this program called Cantos de las Americas, which was kind of like Voices of America, you know, and kind of like talking about the Latin American flavor that uh, that there is in the Americas. So we would dance to songs. There would be all types of MPS, like schools there, Morgandale, um, Pierce Elementary, uh, View, and obviously Allen Field. And we did a dance. It sounds so freaking silly, but it was a dance to Gloria Stefan. The song was called Oye. Okay. And like the first time that I got like an applause, it was like, uh, it sounds so weird, but we were at uh, Cantos Las Americas. I don't remember what it, where actually it was. It was somewhere downtown. I think the Performing Arts Center. And just being backstage and feeling the rush and feeling like the curtains open and then you getting like a standing ovation. Obviously, we're kids, you know, yeah. what I mean. we didn't kill it that hard. You know, it wasn't <laughs> like Michael Jackson out here. But, you, you know, the For support sure. was real and you couldn't see the crowd because there's lights. Right. So you would just feel the, the yeah. applause. And I felt like that was the first time I felt like that performance high.
0: Okay. So yeah. I was like, oh my
1: God, I okay. want to do this again.
0: Um, I always, yeah, my voice has always been it. Um, I tried music. Uh, it was a little bit too competitive for me. Yeah. Um, I'm not saying I'm not skilled or talented at it, but um, I gave it a shot. Uh, it's definitely a jungle. I'll yeah, say it's, it's figuring out. But uh, in in all actuality, it, it was more being in front of crowds that get me. So, kind of like what you just said. Um, I'm not shy. Yeah. So, and I know how to captivate a whole room yeah I can grab your attention I'm not I'm I'm very outspoken I I find no fear in 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 walking up to someone and just conversating yeah you know um, super extrovert like
1: me yeah man it, it really is that's a power though and that's a superpower I
0: I had I hadn't realized how powerful that was until I quit drinking and that for me, um, this past year, the growth and rediscovery of myself. I actually introduced or interviewed your wife. Yeah, Stephanie Amaya. Yes, so, my wow. baby,
1: my love, my best friend, <laughs> my soulmate. I freaking love you. You're like everything to me. So shout out to her. But I was t- I was t- conversating with her and
0: and um, yeah, talking about rediscovery. Yeah, know? it's such an adrenaline. It's like. It, the rush of it, the adrenaline of it, and when you know how to control that and, yeah. and hone in on it—that's the art. It's, it's yeah, it's it's a it's a very. It just you feel empowered and you 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 get it. Yeah,
1: um, I love that. That's that's actually one of my. I don't want to call it a secret weapon, but that's like what I keep in my back pocket. Just being extroverted, personable, yeah, brave. Not yeah. caring and stepping in the room and just being fun and outgoing like I am, like yeah. I feel like that's very powerful, especially now because I mean a lot. Even in in our race, you're taught not to like you're doing too much. or yeah. you know, chill. Like no, I'm finna, I'm gonna <laughs> be me. We're gonna <laughs> yeah. have a good time. This is who I am. I'm not gonna dim my light for you and you know. Yeah, and I love I love that, and I love meeting people like that, like you. I actually yeah. pray to pe- meet people like that because I feel like people like that are. In this city, are hard to come by. Yeah. I feel like people here are more introverted and like to themselves. For sure. And I'm not like that. Like, I'm a blast in the glass. I'm a firework. Like, <laughs> yeah. you know. I can see. You I can see. Know? So, you, you know, I may be too much to handle to people, but okay. I love it. So, Who were some um, musical influences growing up? Luda. 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 Okay, so Luda was the first reason like I even started rapping. It's crazy. So this evolution. I was I was just talking to my wife about this yesterday. So I was I was going through a funk and I, I'm, I'm in this funk right now still, y'all. So I'm still kind of like discovering myself. Like just as you think you're like discover yourself and you like are this brand and you're like you think you're there, right? Yeah. You kind of go through this like shift in your mind and you're like kind of like question it sometimes yeah so I went to my mom's house yesterday sorry like long story oh, long you're story good. but we gonna make it short I went at my mom's house yesterday and I found like a lot of like things that I recorded like mm-hmm. I mean from 16 years old and up oh wow and time I'm, capsule yeah I'm laughing because it was trash I mean there were some gems in there <laughs> I was like wow but to me it was like the dedication and I'm laughing because Half of it, it was sounding like Ludacris.
0: Okay, got you. So I
1: was like, wow, I really... It was like Ludacris and Joel Santana. Uh Joelles, you can't, man. Like, that's my goal. Like, uh, Joelles, uh, Joelles uh, Lil Wayne, Ludacris, Nicki Minaj, uh, Kanye. Like, these are all people that are, like, influential in my life. Yeah, for sure. Especially Ludacris. Um, So if it wasn't for him, I wouldn't even started rapping. And then yeah. I started rapping fast, like doing the, you know, like that's what you did in the Midwest. Like you it use was, it was Twista, Bone Thugs and Harmony. Ludacris wasn't, it, it's from Chicago, but he moved to Atlanta. But he was still doing that yep. like fast chopper flow. So I, I, I never start, knew that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So oh, wow. he was born in Illinois and moved to um, moved to Atlanta, but. Yeah, I started rapping fast, and that was my thing. I was like, I would just want to rap fast, and I just want to rap fast. And then I slowed it down because I started listening to Joelle. So I think that should answer the question. I think Joelle Santana, Lil Wayne, Ludacris, Nicki Minaj, just because she's I don't see her as a female artist. She's just or a female rapper. She's a rapper. Yeah, she's up there with me. Like she raps better than the boys sometimes, <laughs> if not all the time. You know, so yeah, yeah, man. Those are like my five right there.
0: There you go. And, well, and,
1: and my honorable one because I'm pop too. Um, Justin Timberlake. Oh, fuck and and yeah, sync like NSYNC like Backstreet Boys, man. All of that. All of that. Yeah, I was well. learning choreography. Okay, I, got you. I, I promise you, I was th- I was that pop culture kid. Yeah, like I wouldn't watch like I would watch just different stuff i would watch wrestling music videos i wasn't watching the regular shit that kids yeah. were watching. i was watching like entertainment sports entertainment entertainment live shows concerts yeah like always till now like you can ask my wife like i was doing this yesterday just yeah always watching shows
0: at what age d- i guess with all that you know what i mean taking parts of each and 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 you know the journey of finding out who you are as an artist yeah um when did Drace become an actual brand?
1: Oh, my God, Drace. Well, you know what? Drace wasn't always Drace. Drace I was about to th- ask, was there Drace a name? Drace had different <laughs> names. Drace had different names. Yeah, I'm embarrassed to say, but <laughs> if you know, you know. <laughs> yeah. If you know, you know. Um, But before Drace, I was that dude, Drace. And I was like, that's just, I don't like that. It's too long. Like, let's just keep it Drace. And the reason I changed it to Drace was because my friends were already calling me Drace. And... When people meet me, like just yeah. American people meet me, they don't know how to say my name. They'll say Andres mm-hmm. or they can't say Andres. Andres. Also. So they'll be like Andres, Andres. And I was like, I'm just going to say Dres because I feel like people can say it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So I like that because it's literally me. It's like half of my name. Yeah. Just Americanized, I guess. Okay. Got you. <laughs> so that's that like Latin American, Hispanic American. Yeah. You know, because that's really what I am. I'm Mexican, but living in America, so that makes me Mexican American. For sure. And I feel like that's a good word play on mm-hmm. the brand and the artist. So to answer the question, that, that's when I got my name, but the brand, Drace, I would say like 20, 21. Okay. Um, and then yeah, I changed my IG and everything. You know, it's not official until you change your IG and Facebook <laughs> and all of that. And yeah. then I was like, all right, this is it. It sounds right. It feels good. It's one thing. It's like no one can take this away from me because this is technically my name. There's yeah. so many names out there that like people have. And there's a lot of Draces out there. Yeah. But there is not a Drace with the accent mark. Okay? Oh, for sure. For sure. It's like Prince. Prince yeah. had the little little symbol. Like Drace got the accent mark on that. I haven't changed it yet, but I'm going to change it just because there's a, pl- a a couple of Draces out there.
0: Yeah. Okay. Got you.
1: Well, you know what I mean? You, you, you Drace from Milwaukee. Absolutely. I'm you Urban and Arrogant I mean? Drace. I'm Arrogant yeah. Drace. So there's only one of that. So.
0: So um what is your uh when you write what's your creative process?
1: I don't write. I freestyle. You freestyle? Yeah, I uh I just sit down. I hear the beat. It's like going on a blind date. I don't even want to hear the beat sometimes because I want to capture my impulse. It's like the, wow. it's like an impulsive take. I've always been an impulsive kid. Yeah. And I feel like You can't get in trouble for being impulsive if you're doing it in a positive way. Yeah. So now my impulse is like whatever I hear in the beat or it's the first thing that comes up to my mind. I know that's crazy. It's like, wow, you don't even think about it. But it's like the impulse and the raw takes of it. Yeah. That's unmatched. And I used to write. And I think that's why now I freestyle and I like do what I have to do. Now, mind you, when I'm freestyling, I'm not like starting from the top Mm -hmm. to the end. Like I have to. Punch in. All right, does it sound right? All right, let me punch in from here. Yeah. But it's all freestyle. It's not, it's all from the head. It's all what I'm thinking. It's wow. also a lot of repetition. It's not like I'm sitting here and I get it on the first take. Yeah. Sometimes I'll be like, all right, no, that didn't sound right. Let me switch it up. Mm-hmm. But when I say freestyle, it's it's just... It's What's more
0: it? verbal. It's 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 not writing. It's like if you want to go over the, the line you just said, you just, you know what I mean? You either yeah. like it, switch
1: it up. I, I get what you mean. And writing just got too repetitive for me and also yeah. frustrating because when you write and, you know, you got to know that like when you're an artist, you can't be in the studio like I am today. Like I have my own studio at home, so yeah. I have the luxury of doing that. Shout out to my wife for, you know, really convincing me on that. Um, I was depending on a, a lot of just engineers and just... I like to make music with people. Yeah. I'm just a collaborative person. Okay. So that element was important to me, but you just can't collaborate with people that are not in your same energy. Yeah, 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 you Feel for me. Sure. So now I have the luxury of doing that. And the reason why I stopped writing is because I would write and then it would take me like a week, two weeks to get to the studio. Yeah. And then... I just even forgot like what this even meant to me. I was like, I I don't even feel this way anymore. I'm not pissed anymore. I'm not sad anymore. So having to go back to those type of things like that kind of became not organic to me. Yeah. So to me, it was like capturing the raw emotion, the tone and like the new formula. That's my new formula. What's on your mind? Sometimes it's not going to be thought out. Like songs like Counting Racks, I did that in 10 minutes. Oh, wow. And it's one of my like most popular songs. It's got like 10,000 on Spotify. God, yeah, that's a blessing. That ain't a flex. That's a blessing. Yeah. Let it, let it be clear, you know. Um, but yeah, and there's other songs. Like I'm actually doing a song with, uh, with Steve, who you interviewed. Yeah. It's one of my last songs that I'm doing on my album, but- Which actually, one was that? I, I, it doesn't even have a name. It's actually, I'm working on it as like, I came here. Okay, got you. Dope story. So I already (laughs) did something to this already. Mind you, there's already a song and a foundation to it that's dope as fuck. But Steve was like... You know what? It's missing some melodies. Yeah, and it's funny that he said that because I purposely did not do any melodies because I felt like there's too much melodic songs on my album. Yeah, and now I got people like, "Oh, can we hear some rap rap?" And I'm like, "Okay." For
0: those that don't know who he's talking about when he says Steve, this is Steve Hybicki, most multi- this- multi-platinum engineer, comp- sure. a composer, um, and producer. Only
1: and- only the only the heavy hitters on my yeah. squad, man. You for know, sure. it's important for me to work with people that work and have actually done it
0: well i i got to interview him and and since you know i mean we made the connection of getting him on you know it's been this it's been a cool you know relationship it's um he's not he doesn't have an ego it's he's a he's a human being i mean it's it's shocking to me because when i do these interviews you know i always thought like okay the the bigger names are going to be the ones that i have to deal with the ego but it's actually opposite
1: yeah and it's crazy it's insecurity and though it is insecurity it's insecurity because they're not in the place where they want to be yep and sometimes the ego just gets triggered
0: and they're yeah. like but know. back to i i just wanted to inform oh, absolutely. the room he's just you soft. and let I mean? it be known yeah. like what i
1: like about steve he is humble but he will tell you like oh for sure he's blind with it yeah it he'll be like <laughs> you know this is dope but like you know or he'll he'll flex his muscle and be like you know i'm I'm cold. This is what I do. Like, you know, you could try to go get a master somewhere else, but, you know, it's not going to sound like this. And I like that. I like that about people. I like like to say, pop your shit. I like people that pop their shit because I feel like you should. You need to be real. Yeah. Like, like, don't dim your light around me. Like, stadium lights around me, please. Like, when I say that, it's like, please talk highly about yourself because I'm that way. And I feel like we shouldn't dim our light.
0: No, no, no. You know? And
1: I feel like sometimes... I've had to dim my light, Mm -hmm. and I don't like that no more. I'm not dimming my light no more.
0: Um, What type of energy do you get from from performing?
1: Oh, my God. What type of energy is this? Like, out of a body, autopilot, I go home and I can't go to bed, I'm up till 5 in the morning type of energy. Okay. It's like, I would say, like, I don't even know. Like, I guess what people get out of coffee, Colombian coffee. I don't know. Like, I just be up. I be lit. I be turned. Like, I just be excited. But I've learned to also tone it down. Like before, I, my shows were a little too like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like my vocals were a little too like, yeah, you know. Now I'm like, there's more control. Mm-hmm. There's more control. There's more command in my presence. Um, ever since I did the video and I started taking dance classes for sound, like, there's just this whole new empowerment of owning the stage. But you're still gonna get the same high. You know what I'm Talking I mean?
0: about sound like you know, I'm, I'm, about to, I'm about to do it. I gotta play
1: it. Yeah. People need to hear the, You know the sound. what it is? This is sound like my new single off my new album, um, produced by Space Crime and video shot by Philly Flyboy. You know the vibes. There you go. Make it clap. what it sound like.
0: Yeah, I just flew in town just for one night. Yeah, I'm feeling all right. It's fire, bro. Thank you, thank you so
1: much what it sound like baby what it sound like yeah go on, make it clap what it sound like yeah drop it to the floor what it sound like what it sound like baby what it sound like i just want to hear that thing clap yeah go on, bust it open baby bring that thing back if you wonder what i'm smoking yeah that's a thing bag. long long hair baby girl go and paint that thing, yeah, <laughs> yeah b- long as hair long long hair sorry long long hair it's a family show But yeah, you know, uh, man, shout out to Space Crime, man. Space Crime. You know, let's talk. Please, let's talk about Space Crime. Ask me about Space Crime. Who is Space (laughs) Crime? Who the hell is Space Crime? (laughs) Space Crime is, if not one of the most talented producers in the city. Um, Man, so slept on. He's just so talented. Where's he out of? He's from here. He's from Milwaukee. He lives. Well, I'm not going to tell y'all where he lives. Y'all ain't going to pop up up in Spacey Crib like that. But he lives, you know, in Milwaukee, in the city of Milwaukee. Man, he's just so talented. And ever since I connected with him, my music has just really. Evolved? No, not even evolved. It's just gone to the next level. It's just like I finally found a producer that can match me okay in my level you, yeah and my level and just when i think i'm like up there he takes me higher yeah for sure And like that's how it should be i feel like people should work with each other and elevate each other yeah and so spacey is like really a huge 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 part of my music because
0: well for this man we'll, we'll throw we'll throw one of these <laughs>
1: yeah we need that we need that for spacey man he's so important and you know you gotta thank people like that in your life because you know they they're a huge role you know they're a huge role in what you're doing we've done a lot of things together as far as like there's just accomplishments that i've gotten with him yeah like we uh two years ago we did like the hone so 88.9 does this thing where they'll pick artists right yeah they'll highlight them and then they'll sync their music to the like the home bridge yeah yeah got you so, oh wow yeah okay. so they did got that you. for me you know and 88.9 stay showing love 88.9 is for the culture so yeah. I appreciate that and that was my first time that was that was big for me I don't really get like things like this yeah, even sure. though I've been in this music a lot like big moments are still hard to come by for me so mm-hmm. this was a big moment for me and sharing that with Space Crime was, like, also big, you know. It was just yeah. two people that had pure intentions, and their intentions are to create, yeah. and they love what they do. So we were together watching, you know, Light the home together, you yeah. know, having a good time. That's what's up, so shout man. Shout out to Spacey, man. Well, obviously, when you got that music and when you
0: perform it,
1: you got that energy. Do
0: you have any um, type of rituals before you go on stage?
1: Type of rituals? I definitely pray. Yeah. Um, it's like a, it's just something that I have to do. I have to get one with like just my spiritual side and like my ancestors. That sounds yeah. like
0: whatever, it's, 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 but yeah, you know, when it? I say
1: ancestors, it's like I come from a family of musicians. Yeah, for sure. So like everyone on my mom's side does music. Oh, wow. And people that have passed have done music. So mm-hmm. it's just like, I got to tap into that side and I got to pray. I obviously, obviously got to thank Um God for just being in the place that I'm at. Yeah. I always bless the place before I go. That's like my mom taught me that, like, bless bless the place before you go just to make sure, like, the people are good, everyone gets home safe, for but sure. also that the energy is clear. I'm big on energy, so if the energy ain't right, like, I ain't right. I got you. So that's one of them. And also, like, I don't know, a lot of, like, practicing in the mirror. Okay. Dancing, just rehearsing my stuff, obviously having, you know, Having a couple adult drinks helps with me too, <laughs> but you can't do too much. Yeah, because, for sure. You know, then you're then you're like just a hot mess. Yeah, okay. that me me I do not want to be a hot mess. I'm not a hot mess. Yeah. Through your journey with uh,
0: music, have uh, have you had any type of mentors that have guided you?
1: Oh yeah, I mean I have this really special mentor. Um, his name is oh, we call him An Anthony P Boy. Um, he's always really helped me, even as far as my career. Um, When I was young, I was, you know, going to college at Whitewater and that's where I met him. Um, And, you know, we were I was doing actually shows over there. I was doing shows at Pumpers and Whitewater. I was doing shows and man, where else were we doing shows in the um, in the performance thing in Whitewater. So I met him through there. We kind of started doing this whole group thing. We and this goes back to the CDs that I was finding in my mom's house. Okay. so I went back and I just heard everything we did. So I was like, okay, here's Drace and or back in the day you know my my (laughs) uh, my other alter ego or whatever yeah for sure um and then we had that the high school one and we had I listened to the college mixtapes and actually on the way over here I was listening to something that like the group did and I was just like wow like I've been really consistent with this and sometimes you have to remember who the hell you are like sometimes life somehow allows me to forget who I am and what I've done yeah because I'm like constantly chasing this thing and I don't I don't I don't feel content where I'm at. And I don't want to say I'm not content. I'm blessed where I'm at, but there's just like this. Your
0: ambition is just out there. You yeah. Know what I mean? and it's
1: overwhelming though, yeah. you know, because it's like, sometimes you don't know what you're tasting mm-hmm. because there's no blueprint to it. Yeah, There's no school. Like, okay, you go to school and now you're, now you're, a, yeah. now you're a performing artist. Like there's nothing like that. You set your own blueprint and sometimes you're like, what am I, What what's going on? Yeah, You know? So, that kind of triggers my mental health a little bit and it kind of like messes me up a little bit and it it just gets me in a funk and I'm actually just getting out of it and you know just doing these conversations and I've learned that just staying consistent with what I love is like the best medicine for yeah.
0: me. Well let's give a let's give a shout out to your boy Anthony. Yeah mm-hmm. Anthony
1: P Boy the Prince bro <laughs> if it wasn't for you like he helped me really realize like have fun with this shit, you know? Yeah. Have fun with it because in the end, if you're not having fun, people hear that. So that he taught me to let go. It's like kind of like letting go of the training wheels. Yeah. AKA the but the the pen and the pad. Because you're sitting here just reading, like okay, nah, nah, nah. but it's like once you let that go, there's like a sense of freedom. Yeah. And he taught me to do that, and now I've applied the discipline of writing and the passion of having fun, or just the structure of having fun, and that's this new formula. Gotcha. And. Now I have a new one due to Steve and everything we're doing right now. It's just like he's got me. He's got me doing some Kanye shit, bro. Like, and what I mean by that, or even like Ray Strimmer shit. Like, we already. It goes back to the song that I like. We're not done, and I'm doing right now. Mm-hmm. But we finished it, okay? And it was done. And he asked for the melody, so now I sent him back a whole new. Like, literally, did the song all over, and we're gonna copy and paste, like parts of yeah. the songs and there is going to be a big hybrid of two songs merged in one okay so it's like now like he's teaching me new ways of recording and also being like it's okay to go back mm-hmm. and change some shit or like add some stuff that's beautiful so now like there's more structure and like more like death yeah. to like the the structure and the, the way i record
0: so drace is an artist um what
1: type of sound do you say makes you I'm pop rap. I'm like, I'm pop rap rap to the core. And I say pop rap because obviously I'm pop culture. Mm -hmm. Um, I sing melodies. Um, I don't want to say sing because I'm not a singer, but like I'm, I'm good with melodies. And like when you listen to a song, like the first thing that catches you is the melody. Yeah. So I have a gift of that, of catching the melody and just figuring out what to say and in a melodic way. That's awesome. So that's why it's pop, but rap because like the bars are serious. And I've been listening mm-hmm. to some shit that I did last year that I thought was like nothing. Like, super like, fire at the time. No, I, no, I thought it, I didn't like it. Oh, wow. So I went back and I'm like, oh shit. Yeah. And I, the reason I didn't like it is because I was merging into this pop rap sound. Yeah. And the rap got boring to me. Mm-hmm. It was just like, I, I was doing the same formula over. It's like doing the same workout mm-hmm. every day. Yeah, Like, it's cool, but eventually you want to change it. You want to add. You want to take stuff from it. And, yeah.
0: I've always been into, um, you know, lyricism is the biggest thing for me when it comes to music. So people like Nas or oh. Joyner or Lucas. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, shout
1: out to them. Hey, man. Major uh, lyricists. But
0: I, I definitely, I do, if you ever see on a social media platform and I put up one of those stories and they have the music, pay attention to the wording that's in the 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 song that I'm using absolutely but that's the way I express it. and I think you know I I heard a couple of your tracks and um I could tell man there's just something different thank you and man. I actually had a conversation with um Steve yeah and uh you know I I asked him I'm like what does it take to to be a a musician. And I asked him that just, just a basic question. And he's like, you have to strive on your individuality and you have to, you know, not be afraid to press, you know, different type of sounds. Yeah, You can't, how do I say you, you can't restrain yourself.
1: Yeah. You can't shy away from things. And that's, I felt like that's what rap was doing to me. I feel like, Rap is like also there's like a huge thing with rap. And I come I'm a big rap lyricist guy. Like my brother was like, he put me on all these like hip hop things back in the day. Tyler quali yeah. Black Star. Like my brother's that's listening to the beat nuts. So, yeah. so you feel me? <laughs> Not yeah. many people know who the, beat nuts, know the yeah, beat nuts is. I know the beat Yeah, that's what's up. That's what's you up. Know? Man. So I'm like very cultured in the hip hop rap game. For sure, yeah. But that kept me in a box and I was just like When you're a rapper, you have to be aggressive all the time. I just
0: want to say you impressed me with that, like, because that's that's some real that's some real type hip hop. I'm a student of the game, Big
1: L, all these people, but it's like I'm not them. I can't give you what Nas is giving you, and I've learned it. And for a while, I was trying to be this like big lyricist guy, which honestly now I'm like lyrical as fuck, and that's a blessing. But I don't always want to lean on that. I want to lean on my performing. I want to mm-hmm. le- lean on my artistry. Yeah. And that's what rap was unfortunately making me feel unhappy and boxed in. Yeah, for sure. And I'm like, I'm not angry. Like, I'm a good-ass time. Why, do, why do, am I like sitting here like... Arr.
0: What type of sacrifices have you made to in order to pursue this this career?
1: I mean, sacrifices as far as time, man. I've given so much time to this. Like, like I said, just going back to my mom's house and listening to everything. I can't even count... How many notebooks, how many audio recordings And my phone? Like, I've sacrificed so much time, energy, effort to this. Yeah. You know, that sometimes you're like, what the hell am I doing it all for? Because sometimes your visions and what you see in your head is not matching how you feel. So there's that mental health shit back again, right? And I'm Mm -hmm. like, oh, my God, I'm back in this funk again. But... You know, I just feel like I've sacrificed a lot of time, also time away from my family, my wife. Like, Mm -hmm. you know, I'm I'm linking up with people going to sometimes I have to step out and go to the clubs. You know, I'm taking time away from my family. I don't you know, I'm not I love clubs. I love dancing. But like sometimes the energy ain't right. And I also don't want to be the person that's always out in the clubs. Like I'm not that person. Like I told this to your to your wife
0: when I interviewed her. Um, We had a conversation after as well. But um, I said one of the coolest things is that, you know, you, you both are married. There's no kids involved no. yet.
1: Um, so I'm not going to bring that up. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, we do but, have a fur puppy, though, a fur baby. Uh, there you so go. shout out, Rossi. Uh, there you Rosco, go. Roscoe, you know, I love you. But I said one of the
0: coolest things is that you guys have each other and you guys seem like you're you're chasing your, your passions. And to, that says a lot. That says a lot. And you're not... Affected by the out, outside noise of everyone telling you what you should be. Yeah, and I, I feel like in life, especially now these days, it's like you can go off and try and do your own thing, but there's always that outside noise that is saying, "Like, no, nah, it ain't gonna happen." You you got to be realistic with yourself. What's so What's so wrong to say, "Hey, I, I am being realistic," and hey. I I do think I can, you know, reach reach the charts with my music. I, I can, you know, get outside of Milwaukee and represent myself. Or, you know what I mean, the with your wife, the photography. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like that to me, you guys have something that's so great. And I just want to say that. And like to you, um, you, it's beautiful man. yeah it's
1: definitely a blessing um you know lots of prayer lots of manifestation to just even get here yeah you know i think about her and how far we've come to you know yeah. what i mean and how far she's come in her journey and just believing in herself her pictures are
0: beautiful know, like i'm a
1: fan shout out to her like yeah. she, she's really my she pretty much is controls my brand like, yeah. if you think about it, yeah, like for sure. ev- everything that I'm, I'm putting up is her pictures. Mm-hmm. My album cover is her picture. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, yeah. Can we, can we get We're a, we going to get that. We get yeah. We need, we need that. We need that for her. You know, she's so special, so talented, and I'm so happy that she's grown into her power. Yeah. You know what I mean,
0: Amaya Marie Photography, Amaya baby. Marie
1: photography, baby. <laughs> you already know the vibe. so yeah. And honestly, if it wasn't for her, a lot of the things that I'm doing now, I wouldn't have done. She's that yeah. extra push. Well, you you both have each other, and that's what you
0: need to do. You need to push each other and, and forget what everyone else is saying because they ain't, they ain't live in the mentality that you both have. I that that's the reason why I wanted to interview her. That's the reason why I was excited to interview you. Yeah. You know, for me, you you're different. In Thank your you. presentation, in your your presence, um, you—it's very transparent. I'll, I'll say, but it's so authentic, and um, you—that right there is all you need. If you're gonna if you're gonna be on this music shit, don't bring me no bullshit, bro. <laughs>
1: At don't all, Don't bring me
0: no bullshit. No wax shit allowed. Yeah, but you know it, it, that right there. It, you both have something special. All I wanted to say is that,
1: you know, keep on doing
0: that, man. Thank you. Because it, it, it really, it really, it it says a statement without even having to say the statement.
1: Thank you. you. Know? And thank you for acknowledging that because I feel like just showing love to people or just showing like appreciation is like that, that's hard for people to do. Yeah. It makes them feel a certain way. And it goes back to the insecurity, maybe them not being at that stage of their life or even that stage of self-discovery. Yeah. But, you know, like, thank you for acknowledging that and thank you for, you know, giving me my flowers. And as you're telling me this, I'm soaking it all in because, you know, you may see it on the videos, you may see it on the pictures or like the promotion, but there's still doubt. There's still doubt. There's still like how, you know, I, it's me, myself and God and my wife right now. And there's no team. You know, so a lot of the things that I do, I have to work really hard for versus an artist that has a manager and it just gets done like that. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Because they have those connections. And that's beautiful for an artist that has that. But I've learned that's also kind of like, kind of hard for an artist when they end up by themselves. Yeah. What do they do now? I don't have a manager no more. What do I do? And like. I felt like God is teaching me the super long way of doing things because yeah. in the end I'm going to have to be in charge of all these things yeah. if not for myself then for other artists.
0: Well I also feel um, I also feel that's a part of the story you're making. That's a part of your journey. You don't have what most artists are, have, you know but at the same time, that gives more to the story you're building. Now you have an entertainment company.
1: I do. I do. And yes. What is what is the name of that entertainment? You know what <laughs> is out there? Urban and arrogant. Urban and arrogant. Urban and arrogant. <laughs> and you know, I just want to. Yup, yup, yup. Let's get that. Let, let me get that follow at Urban and Arrogant. You know, just like I say Urban and Arrogant. Yeah. Um. But yeah, like I just want to take. I'm a big wrestling guy, okay? I grew up on Shawn Michaels. I grew yep. up on Triple H, on Stone Cold, The Rock. like Savio Vega. Yeah, Savio <laughs> Vega. They're all larger-than-life personalities, right? Yeah. And sometimes people need to understand that when I'm, like, popping my shit or I'm, like, doing something, it's like I really think I'm a wrestler sometimes. Yeah, there we and go. And I promote – I got long hair like a wrestler. <laughs> you know <laughs> what I mean? There you go. So it's like – That to me is like also essential to me, you know what I mean? So sometimes when that's where the arrogant part comes from. And when I say arrogant, it's like, you're so good that they can't take it away from you, that Mm -hmm. they call you arrogant. Yeah. Because also you're also confident. So when you're too confident and you're like, I'm the greatest... Yeah, like Ali was. Right. Yeah. yeah and he was sure. saying that shit. Right. Because it's almost like a self-manifestation.
0: It, you got to tell yourself that, man. If you a janitor, you better be the best janitor in the damn state of Wisconsin, New York. It don't matter, man. Like what is so wrong about believing that? I, I said this in a previous interview when game went at Eminem. Yeah. You know, yeah. Yeah. To most is going to be like, what the hell is he doing? But at the same time, you got to give the man respect, absolutely. What you know, just like MGK, like these dudes stepped out of their
1: comfort zone and they went at a at, at a goat. Everybody you know I mean? wants like, to be the best, everybody, yeah, and there's nothing yeah. wrong with it. And there's room for a lot of greats and goats, yeah. But sometimes, yeah, you have to you have to prove to yourself you got what it takes and yeah. maybe that's what game and MTK did you know for Eminem. m but like it's m you yeah. know what i mean like <laughs> you're gonna get murdered you know yeah, like sure. i would never do that i mean, i don't but yeah you you just
0: uh, the point i'm making is you have to tell yourself yeah. that especially as a musician look man I, with these interviews man i'm in my head a lot of the time bro but at the end of the day i say I'm still my brand and I'm still doing something different. I'm the only one actually right now that has taken what I'm doing in the direction that has been taken. Absolutely. You know? and, and that's
1: empowering, bro. Shout out yeah. to you because you really are starting a lane and carving a lane for yourself yep. and you're amazing at it.
0: Thank you. Um I just want you know I want everyone to get their flowers like you just said earlier, man. Absolutely, man. man. I want to make sure that you know the underdogs are really being being you know getting their spotlight because it's hard out here bro you're your biggest critic tall oh, man you're yeah. your biggest critic so believe me when you say you're in your head uh, believe me i'm in my head too sometimes i feel like and am, am, am what i'm doing is actually getting across what i am actually um trying to get across yeah you're an advocate for mental awareness
1: I am. And I'm also like, I provide mental health services yes. as, as a day job. So. so why is that important to you? I don't, I mean, it's important to me because that's just who I am. I like helping people, you know, I just outside of the urban and arrogant. And one, one, one quick little thing, Ar- arrogant is larger than life, which yeah. they call arrogant. Yep. So I just wanted to make that clear, you know, they're going to call me arrogant. So I might as well trademark it, you know what I For mean? Sure, and, man. you know, make it something. But back to the mental health thing. Um, I just like helping people, you know? It's just in me. I just I don't know. I was always born to like always want to help people, whether it's like, let me help you with this photo shoot, let me help you with the song, let me help you with the fashion, let me help you with the video games. You know, I've always been a person to help. Yeah. And I just I'm a good people person and mm-hmm. like have a love for psychology too. I yeah. didn't go to school for this. This is just like life skills, right? Yeah. So, I started working with kids um which you call a crisis worker. I was working with inner city kids that were just yeah. like struggling getting locked up, you know, they don't have a parent or they're living at group homes and stuff like that. So I started doing that with them at first, um, for like 10 years. Right. Um, and then I wanted something more for myself cause I felt like mentally working with mental health. I'm learning that also, which we like to call secondary trauma, right? Yep. You're working with somebody and then you, you know they might bring something up that you've kind of experienced so then it starts being heavy on you yeah so i stopped doing crisis work um and now i'm actually i'm, I'm in deeper into mental health now and i'm working with uh consumers that have experienced their first episode of like schizophrenia or psychosis okay and i kind of help them with school and i help them with like getting a job and just having resources um, I work with a team of four. I usually don't talk about my day job, but I don't know. Somehow I'm talking about it. So.
0: Well, one of the biggest thing about these interviews, I, I dig. I want to dig in deep. I wanna I want to know who you are, because by doing that, you you know what I mean. I believe in you. I believe one day I'll see your songs on charts. I love that. Thank um, you. Amen. But you, you got to be your authentic self yeah. and you can't be afraid to show the world who you really are. And I, I really respect that you, you're you an advocate for that because what's going on now in such a time, we just came out of a pandemic. We were literally trying to figure out this new world that has been laid upon us. And it's, it's uh, during the pandemic. I mean, it was lockdown, Yeah, you know, these are this school, especially, and I'll just bring this up real quick. Yeah um, for a lot of these kids in the inner city especially, school was a safe haven for them. Yeah. And and imagine having not having that safe haven there.
1: Yeah, and a consistent meal too. Yeah,
0: and a consistent meal. Yeah. So you know, like this this time really did a number on that. So with mental awareness i really respect that too and that's why i wanted to bring it up and i yeah. want people to know that about you because yeah. it's it's respectable dude
1: um i said this in a song arrogant drace but my heart is made of goal like i really do have like a big heart you yeah. know i love the people that love me and i love helping people you know so that's i guess a side that people really don't get to see i don't really sit on facebook and i'm like yep. oh on my way to a meeting with my client you know what yeah, i mean yeah, for sure. like i try to I don't know, not talk about that. I'm really private about my personal life. But, yeah. you know, I felt like it was time to talk about it. Yeah. And I also want to, like, figure out a way to just do it my own way. Yeah. You know, because right now, you know, and if I could be blunt, I feel like this, as much as I love helping, it's also taking from me. It's also like mm-hmm. going into these patterns and people that that they, they go through, you know, because that's how their brain is wired. Yeah. Um, Back to the secondary trauma, it just kind of brings me back into this funk. And then I feel stuck because mentally I do feel stuck sometimes in my music. So when I'm working with people that also feel stuck, it's just kind of like two negatives, right? And two negatives don't make a positive. And sometimes I have to be the positive one. Actually, all the time I have to be the positive one. But I just have to figure out a way where I can still help people and not take away from me because I have to remind myself by listening to like old CDs, yeah, yeah, to like who the hell I am, because sometimes that takes away from me. I'm so drained mentally that, like, I yeah. I can't even like talk,
0: <laughs> you know, literally. Well, respect to you, man. And in, in that, um, you know, it takes a lot and it takes special kind of people to do that,
1: yeah. Thank you, bro.
0: Back to your, you know, back to your career. Choo, choo. What are uh highlights that have stood out since you've started?
1: Highlights. Well, for sure, highlight is just believing in myself, right? That's first and foremost, believing in myself. No, Basically what Steve said, just knowing who you are, using your individuality. I'm proud of myself for that. That's an accomplishment. Knowing who you are yeah. is an accomplishment.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Cranking it up to a thousand like I'm doing now, Yeah, that's... A talent because yeah. now mm-hmm. I know that I have this individuality how can I turn it up to a thousand yeah um so I would say first and foremost just believing in myself that's my biggest highlight um but also 2019 I got um Shepherd Express best rap hip-hop artist Ooh. so that was, that was really great um,
0: <laughs> my boy out here getting awards
1: yeah <laughs> shout out shout out to Shepherd Express it wasn't an easy battle and it was actually one of the first things I've ever won and I felt like I had to work so hard to get the shit, but we got hey, it. Give a, We doing it, man. We doing it. <laughs> yes, sir. Um, I would also say um, the Light the Hone thing. Yeah. I'm, I'm really proud of that. I'm,
0: I never knew about that, but that's pretty
1: dope. I, I'm a part of a, a, a just a top-tier alumni, you know? Like, yeah. great artists have lit the hone. Um, yeah. I also was like... I performed at the inaugural like hip hop week, Milwaukee hip hop week. Um, That's been going on for three, four years now. So I was the only Hispanic rap artist on that, on that bill. And I also had, I also had to work hard for that just to let you know, it wasn't like they hit me up. I had to constantly be in their email. I had to show up to the venue and just, just shoot my shot, you know? And like, that's what I mean. It's like, These things that I had, I had to work really hard for. And some people just think that they're just like handed to you. Yeah. Just because, you know, now my network is like amazing and I'm using that to my advantage. But back then I didn't have that. I had to work three times as hard. Now I have to work work twice as hard, it feels like. And sometimes four times as hard when you're dealing with the mental health shit. But, you know, like I would say that felt really good because I worked really hard for that and I earned that spot. Um, What else? I just did a documentary I'm really proud of. I watched it. Oh, thank you. Thank you yeah, so much. I'm awesome. really proud of that because I think people really got to see the real me. Yeah, You know, I know that this is entertainment and sometimes I, I like to lean towards that. I'm an entertainer. So what, you, <laughs> what you're what you seeing and what you're getting from me, it's entertainment. Yeah. It's not me. I'm trying to think that I'm better than you or I'm trying to like none of that shit. This is entertainment. I'm in yeah. an entertainment business. You feel me? Like I'm, I'm. I've been telling my family, like we're an we're an entertainment family. Yeah. And like to me, that's important because we don't have that here in Milwaukee.
0: Well, you have to. You have to. That's one of the things you have to embrace your individuality, and you got to amplify that. Absolutely. I
1: feel that is so frowned upon. Absolutely, that I hate it so frowned, and it's like, and why? And now I'm in this rebellious stage, bro. Like before I came here, it's like, I don't want to say rebellious, but what I mean by rebellious is like, if you don't understand it, I don't give a fuck, you know? And like, if you're not embracing my sound and if you're not, mind you, everything that i put out that you've been praising me for hasn't really been covered by like music locals, Mm -hmm. which is cool. They have covered me before, but it's like, it is what it is, right? I'm not sitting here bitter about it, but the rebellious side is like, you know what? This is going to happen with or without you. Without you, yeah. You feel me? And that goes to anybody. That goes to the news. That goes to the music people. That goes to the radio people. This dream is going to happen with or without you. I would love to have it with you guys and have your support. But just so you know, this is going to happen because this is God's will. And this is something I've been working hard for. So what I mean by rebellious is that I don't need that anymore. I thought I needed that. I thought I needed a cosign from fucking Wisconsin News or Telemundo. Or I thought I needed a cosign from somebody But I am the fucking cosign. You feel me? And it took me a while to realize that.
0: Once people see, you know, that type of belief and and just that energy, you know what I mean? You stand on your own.
1: Yeah. And, you know, I've been making little statuses about it. And people probably think it's passive aggressive. But I'm just letting it know I have these much views by the influence and the hard work I put in and the people that share it. Not because the people that are paid to do Service for the city and cover cover the music in here aren't really what they're supposed to be doing. Like, is you for the culture or are you not for the culture? And the rebellious side makes me want to call out people that aren't for the culture. Like, you went to school with this and you're trying to write about something versus you know this and this is what you're covering. Mind you, there's a lot of great people out there. This is no shade to Milwaukee publication. Kenny Perez, you're a great freaking mentor to me and you've helped me out a lot. You know what I mean? Yeah, he's from he's from eighty eight point nine. There's a lot. Of, Reggie Brown, Reggie smooth as butter, yeah. Brown, one hundred. That's what's up. He showed me love. You know what I mean? So there's there are people here, but the people that like are, get paid for this and are supposed to do it weekly, yeah, forget to do it weekly, and then they forget to do it monthly, and then they forget to do it, and then they just forget. Yeah. And it's just like, all right, so now I have to remind you because also I'm an artist advocate. Yeah. There's great artists besides me. Mind you, I'm not fighting this fight for me yeah. by myself. There's great artists that I've collabed with. There's great artists on the rise. Yeah. And I keep my ears to the streets with that. So if you're not doing that and you're a fucking writer journalist, yeah. then you're just showing me you're not doing your job.
0: that's what, Hey, man. But, it, it, and that that's really why I, I created this platform. Um, it, it comes down to... I want that underdog spirit. I want that the drive you have right now. You're Latino, man. Absolutely. And you embrace that. You actually had. You dropped a song not so long ago. Wow. You dropped a song. Man, Dimelo. Dimelo. lo. D-me Mami, lo. lo.
1: <laughs> Honestly, oh my God. Can I just quick story about this song? Yeah. Because sure. I can't just introduce the song without giving you what actually happened. For sure. The song was recorded in. Three days. And what I mean by three days, it wasn't like, all right, we're gonna go back and do it again. Like, no, he sent it to me. I sent it back. He sent it back to me again. He said, change something up. We kept adding to shit. So, like, the mommy di melo part wasn't even the hook. It, who, who, who? Who? So, Aragon. Ayo, okay, Aragon. You. Okay, got So, you. okay, this is what I mean by keeping my ears to the streets. Mm-hmm. I, talk, I, I found out about Aragon because I make playlists for Milwaukee artists. Yep. Meaning, like, I'm going to push my music and anybody that dropped during that time. Yep. So I discovered Aragon through a, a collab that I did with Jost, Um, It's called Code to the Safe. And he showed up to the video. Um, So I started hearing a sound. I'm like, oh, my God, there's people that do, like, super reggaeton, like, tropical mm-hmm. shit here. And back to, like, not being in the box, I want to do music like that. Yeah. So we started doing this shit. And I was like, bro, can we do some, like, perreo type shit? And yeah. he sent me that. We worked on it. And I've never created a song the way I've created a song with him. Yeah. The work ethic, the dedication. And now, like, now I'm releasing through like Latin urban genres. Yeah. So Dime Lo is like a huge special record to me. And honestly, people fucking love it. And fun fact, I did not like the part that said Mammy Dime Lo at first. Mammy Dime Lo. I was like, yeah. no, take that out. Keep the original version. Mm-hmm. And well, it's catchy.
0: It is, because now catching. everybody's like, Mommy, dímelo. <laughs> and
1: I'm like, this kind of like shows you that sometimes as a creator, you got to like forget what you want and yeah. what people like want. So. Oh, for sure. Well, let's play it. Dímelo, Aragon, Drace, out on all platforms. Go stream that. Bro, this shit's going amazing. Yeah, man. Yeah, so as far as the... um, urban and there, Yeah, man, he, you, you deserve de it ta man ta this ta shit
0: ta 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 is going amazing
1: so i'm just happy y- hey. You know the vibe stop playing start playing DJ oh.
0: <laughs> I got to say man like Through your music, it's inspiring, bro. He inspired me though Like yeah. he, he sent me this I was like Yeah Hey man But I say like this, The quality and sound man I, I was bumping this On the way from work When you
1: sent it Through email Yeah
0: Oh yeah I was bumping this That's that shit bro Honestly It's a
1: blessing to have that I was like Oh my god I have one You know when you have A special record You're just like Yeah It's like larger than life and like, we, need, we need more people To listen to this We need more people To listen to this people that do and and all that yeah. that big of a record. All recorded at home, too, bro. Really? Yeah, this is all just in my home studio. Damn. Yeah, so crazy what you can do at home. Several, though he gone. Let me switch the flavor, let me switch up piece of song. Came up with that daddy and that they Calderón cut plenty trends, started errors on my own. All the rest that I be talking about, I got it on my own. Wait, hold up, yeah, that's been Franklin on the play. <laughs> Wait to worry about them little. <laughs> <bins> <laughs> gotta take that a, a call the money's caller. That's basically what that means. The money's calling, the go. <laughs> the money's calling. Yeah. You Gotta pick up. So, that, looking in the mirror, yeah, you so bad. I just send you my location, hoping that you call back. Open that you call back, just me myself and I'm pulling up in no blood. Looking in the mirror, yeah, you so bad. I just send you my location, hoping that you call back. Hoping that you call back, it's just me myself and I'm pulling up in my blood. <laughs> That <laughs> motherfucker just comes in I told him I was like Dude We need a drop in that part Yeah and It wasn't a drop before that Like I'm telling you There's so many layers to this song Like If I play you the original version You're gonna be like
0: Oh damn Like
1: it don't even sound like this But we did this in like three days Back and forth Just straight Facebook messages it, it's, a, it's I didn't even have this number then I was like
0: Yeah This view, this, this song is, is very creative you, Like you can You can see that and, a, you can hear it clutch. as well. Aragon, uh, This
1: is my favorite part right here. <laughs> Notify spearhead conversation. D Melo, <laughs> the hottest shit that came out this summer from Milwaukee. Stop playing and start playing. I'ma talk my shit. I'ma pop my shit. Let's That's go. That's fire. That's fire. Thank you. Thank you. Crazy thing. The, the last part that like tell me the Melo wasn't yeah. even there. Like we were end the we the song ended after Stop Playing, Start Playing, DJ. Yeah. And then I was like, we it just it just he sent it to me and just like used some vocals that weren't even those the tummy the my low part was my verse so i had what you call a 16 the 16 bars so yeah. the tummy the my low part ended up get, getting split yeah. and it got put in the end and then what you don't hear is that there's another four bars missing and the part i'm um, what i said Dime low, tell me dime low, little Draisky and his bitch with a Puerto Rican flow. And then, like, after that, I said, Mommy, dime low. So, that mommy, dime low part that you hear on the hook is actually an ad lib to a verse that didn't even get used. Wow. So, we just chopped up, or he just chopped up the mommy, dime low part and put it in the hook. And yeah. he was like, Bro, I think this is it. Yeah. And I was like, I don't like it. <laughs> and now I'm telling you, now it's like, Mommy, yeah. dime low. That's what's up, man. Yeah. So, I like to, you know, I like to. Tell stories about the songs because they're creating the songs and just the shit that happens. And next thing you know, it's like a completely different song.
0: That brings me to my next question. What's important to you when you're creating the music you create?
1: Having fun, being authentic. Also, like, having those, like bars that like people can use as like a facebook status yeah that flex you know what I (laughs) mean actually I don't know if I was going through it yesterday or what the hell I was going through but I literally had like a rant on twitter and it was just like quotables that I've done and I don't know why I did this but sometimes I'm like damn I'd be saying some dope ass shit and I don't even like yeah think about it because I'm on to the next so capturing a vibe, capturing a moment, making it contagious, making it fun. I like selling the music too. I have more fun selling the music sometimes than creating it because I also like to give a twist to songs like counting racks and sound like you think sound like I'm going to have like ass shaking everywhere. Yeah. But sound like is more luxury. We're selling luxury. We're not selling sex on sound like, Yeah, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. But I like doing I like, no i don't i'm not gonna say that I'm, I'm, I'm just gonna say that i like giving my songs a different vision to the video yes okay i like that because then that gives it another perspective and they're like okay i can't relate to what he's saying here but i can relate to what is being portrayed on yeah. the tv
0: that that music video for sound like was hey bro i don't man stop playing and
1: start playing dj it's, i'm saying that's
0: honestly like airplane mode uh on the black or t- uh, the cement top on the airstrip
1: um all i gotta say in philly yeah Philly's the one who filmed that one and you know like i don't really like to talk about things that me and philly talk behind you know behind the scenes and stuff but he <laughs> really gave me my flowers that day and he he sent me a message at four in the morning on ig and he was just like bro you're a superstar and excuse me that meant a lot to me because one he didn't have to tell me that yeah you know what i mean he he's worked with a lot of superstars right like the the superstars so for him to say bro you're a superstar yeah that made it all worth it that made me feel really good and validated inside not that that's what validates me, mm-hmm. but like, it felt good for someone to, like, acknowledge what I feel, you yeah. know what I
0: mean? I reached out to him, and, and since, you know, he replied, holy shit, like, when he, the he realist. replied, and since, you know, another one, man. The realist, bro. It, it, like, like, real, like, I can talk to dude, and we exchange, but... Uh, Very, very positive guy and and, and respectable, and and just finding out like the levels he's taken his career and coming out of Milwaukee, man. And and I want this. I want this for you guys. Like, thank you so much. when I do these interviews, it ain't about me, man. It's like putting the attention on where it goes. I like I love doing this I love hearing hearing the stories. I love the go, stepping into the world of what what goes through your head where where did you come from yeah what built you what got you to this this moment it's it's honestly and when I talk to people like that or talk to people like you, it's like there is a fucking authentic realness that I just can't get over. And it's like,
1: yes, I want more. I love that. And you know, yeah. that's what we want to give you guys. Yeah. You know, we're just trying to shift the world, shift this music culture in Milwaukee. And it's like, it's already beautiful. Don't get me wrong. It's beautiful, but it can be greater. Yeah. And what I mean by greater is that we have great artists, but some haven't tapped into the superstardom. Yeah. And I feel like that's, that's, like, where I fucking shine because mm-hmm. I have the desire. I've studied this. It's not that, like, oh, I want to be a... Su-. Like, I've studied this. So you... Somebody said this. What makes you a superstar? And I don't know where I was watching it, but there's pretty much, like, what makes you a superstar is someone that... You're just like study this. You you breathe and do this because actually this is what I was watching. It's so stupid, but I was watching something on Hulu or Netflix. Like celebrities are more like you're known for things. You're popular, but superstars is like you have a talent that's like God given and undeniable. Yeah. So I just feel like people need to tap into that more. And it all comes with like. Self-esteem, right? Mm-hmm. There's a lot of great artists that you hear and you see and you're like, oh my God, this kid has it or this girl has it. And behind the scenes, it's, it's yeah. And it's it's not behind the scenes. It's just they don't believe in that. They don't, be, yeah. They don't believe, even though people are telling them and they have all these resources in the world, they still don't believe in that. For years, I, I, alcohol was the biggest uh, thing in, in the way of my
0: potential. Yeah. And since then, this growth it's i believe in myself more than i've ever have i i actually stand on the person i am i love that and
1: and that's the way it needs to be congrats brother that's that's a blessing then that's like peaceful too it's like almost finding peace yeah you know what i mean because you're like you kind of you always kind of knew what you had to do but when you do it you're like yeah we're here well the energy
0: you bring is, is, is a great energy i just want to say that thank you um you have any type of dream collabs? I mean, you collaborated with some oh already, my but-
1: Oh God, dream collabs? I dream mean, collabs. I just, oh man, Nicki Minaj, Lil Wayne. I mean, I got to shoot big. I can't just, yeah. you know, we're talking about dreams. Justin Timberlake. Justin Timberlake is like my number one dream collab. And I, I would love to do choreography with him. Like, <laughs> I would love to learn choreography. I would like to break it down. Like, kind of like how Nicki Minaj and Beyonce did Feeling Myself. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I want to do something with Justin Timberlake that's like sexy back meets like- that's arrogant race that's fire you feel me that's so fire. like that's my dream collab is to have my like you know nikki wanted beyonce right i mean beyonce too like she's amazing i would love to work with beyonce but when you really also Jay balvin Jay balvin i, I love Jay yeah. balvin bad bunny mm-hmm. um you know for the for the hispanic artist that's right um i also love to collab with my family in mexico
0: that's that's that man
1: hey man you never know on projects
0: coming up in the future
1: like that's that's yeah the flores los flores really get down and you know i just would love to have them all on stage that's legacy at the my dream performance is to have all my family members or the family members that are actively doing music at the grammys and we're just doing a performance there and it's just like the flores that's legacy right there yeah that's legacy and i would like to say that i am i am the rock of the legacy and there's like you know this is like a wrestling reference there's like the Rock has a big Samoan dynasty family. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And yep. they're all wrestlers. His father, yep. Yep. Rikishi so like, yeah. Rikishi is even a part absolutely. of that. Absolutely. And now his sons are like the top dogs right now. Roman Reigns, which is like The Rock's cousin, is like, he's been yep. champion for like 300 days or like, actually 700 days. I'm sorry. Um, Look at dude. Yeah.
0: Facts. Facts. <laughs>
1: facts check. Listen, the wrestling Twitter will come for me, okay? Yeah. But l- what I want to say is that like, I would like to think myself as The Rock, meaning like, it is my job. To put my family on my back, be larger yeah. than life, be electrifying. Do you smell what I'm cooking? Yeah, <laughs> yes, I do, my brother. Yeah, so, that's, yeah, that's dope. Yeah, that's that's the legacy I would like to live leave for um, you know my family, my future children if I have none, if yeah. not my brother's children, my my you know my nephew, anybody that's part of our legacy. That's just I feel like that's my role in this life is yeah. just to create this dynasty of entertainment how do you feel um milwaukee is attributed to your career milwaukee has shaped me to have thick skin okay (laughs) you know that's like a very like odd question like not odd question but i would like to say an odd response but yeah it's really taught me to have thick skin because yeah i obviously have to right it's sometimes we're living in the probably the top three top five cities that's most poverty, right? So there's yeah. a, a lot of sadness and anger and violence here. Yeah. So you got to have thick skin. What Milwaukee taught me too is that, like, It doesn't matter what city you're in, as long as you have that individuality, that's going to shine. And honestly, it's a blessing to do it in Milwaukee because it's a smaller network versus like Chicago, right? Or like New York. So I would really love to use Milwaukee or not use Milwaukee. I would really love to work with Milwaukee to bring those things, you know? And
0: Well, when we went to the championship two years ago, um, seeing the whole city united like that, that really, I, I want that. Yeah, I, I want that back. Like it, it even when the Brewers uh, made their their run, a game away from the World Series, th- how united that. Those are type of moments that I want to
1: captivate. I want to embrace. I want to
0: hone in. You yeah, know?
1: yeah, absolutely. And you know what? Those are hard to come by. And the only time I really see that is either I think Summerfest because State Fair gets yeah. a little gets a little blurry sometimes. You know, there's yeah. there's some stuff that happens that is unfortunate at stay fair but i feel like at summerfest that's when you really see more unity too but i would love that i love i'm all about unity you know what i mean yeah. there's i'm all i'm i'm a man of the people all yeah. people we're, we are all equal you know
0: where do you see yourself in the next five
1: man next five definitely on billboard number one um billboard charts i keep tagging billboard and billboard charts on all of my pictures and videos so definitely a number one on billboard that doesn't define me as long as i'm on billboard and charting one song that's amazing to me because then that that means i'm competing with the professionals right yeah for sure the the masters so yeah i would love to be there i would love to be touring you know and having a home out of state yeah you know um definitely more in love with my wife that i am today um uh having the resources for artists having the resources for just young adults to do what they love to do i would love to have some type of like artist development program um and help and help kids out um you know just a way to give back that's how i see myself yeah i see myself being a grammy winner
0: i was i was gonna ask that earlier but i'm happy i didn't because that right there that's that that's that answer you just gave in, in including into this question, it's like, yeah. See, Thank and you, that man. that's that's really what's up, man. Cause I will tell anyone who comes on the, this platform, don't forget where you came from. Humble beginners. I I you know, I I applaud your energy. I applaud the the person you are, but do not forget where you come from.
1: Absolutely, man. I mean I have a great foundation, so I don't think that would happen, Yeah, but I definitely won't because if I forget who I am, then I'm forgetting the essence of me, right? Yeah. And the essence of me is what got me here in, in, in your studio, mm-hmm. what's gotten me in some doors that I didn't even think would open for me. Yeah. So that's very important to me to just always be who I am. And my family has taught me that too, like my family families and musicians have been like touring everywhere and they still, who they still are, who they are. You know, you you would never tell that they've been in the Latin Grammys or on tour, That's you know? So it's important for me. And like, honestly, I would never disrespect my grandmother's (laughs) name and ever forget who the hell I am and how she raised us. You know,
0: that's, that's, that's awesome, man. What advice would you give to any aspiring rappers? as far as the career and the path
1: you've taken what advice I would say first and foremost find yourself find who you are man it took me years like decades to find who I am and I'm still trying to figure it out now so definitely stick to who you are play those things whatever makes you unique play on those things that's what makes you unique you know like you can't be a carbon copy of somebody else because we already have like a thousand people trying to do that. And Nicki Minaj says something at her queen, queen radio. She said, there's hundreds of thousands of people on streaming platforms. Yep. What makes you different? I'm like yeah. doing ASMR right now. <laughs> like, what makes you different? Yeah. What makes you different? Yeah. Like sit on it, stand on it, be proud, be loud. To, that's what I would say. Be proud and be loud about that's, who you are, That's awesome. you know, like, because that will really transfer in the music and don't give a fuck what nobody says. Don't listen to no naysayer. Don't listen to no, no negativity. What God has for you and what you are planning for yourself, no one will ever take away. So the naysayers, even if it's your closest family, God bless them. But you know what? They weren't built the way that you were. You feel me? So go with that listen to your intuition too. Yeah. If you feel like it ain't the vibe and it feel like it ain't you listen to that. There is an intuition for a reason and be grateful,
0: man. I will say this, this, this is, is up there with one of the most authentic interviews I've, I've had.
1: Thank you for allowing me to be candid. I know.
0: Yeah. I, I, I appreciate you. I appreciate the energy. Um, you you definitely are someone that has shocked me i i didn't know what to expect but through this interview i mean a lot a lot of who you are came out and it's great to hear that you're genuine
1: that's thank you thank you so much thank you so much for that thank you for having me (laughs) but i wanted to say that's my favorite part about meeting people and them meeting me is that like their expectations or like what do you call that their uh what you what people think of you yeah. it changes when that when you actually meet me yeah. because i really am down to earth i have love for people and in the end it's all about love right yeah so you know when i come here i'm not gonna come as the artist i'm gonna i mean i'm obviously the artist no matter what but i want to be real too there's a real side to me there's an authentic side of me and i know that's what also makes me special is that like authenticity but also kindness yeah so i also want people to know that that i'm a kind guy i'm not just arrogant (laughs) y'all i just have to be you know because i'm competing against some greats man and if you want to be great first you have to be grateful but also you have to be man you got to be up there
0: well, you heard it here first, my boy Drace out here in Milwaukee trying sure. to put it on, put it on his back. Oh, and one he, more thing, one yeah. more thing.
1: Goal, you asked Summerfest. What's good? Hit me next year. I'm ready. Whatever you need me, I'm ready. That is a big goal of mine. I need to perform at Summerfest, and I ain't talking side stages because I did that already. For sure, and I was grateful for that opportunity. But main, stage, main stage, me Summerfest. Hey, bay, slide in my DMs. Let's hey, go. Hey, Summerfest. Y'all better look, if you listening, <laughs> if you listening, go tweet, write, call Summerfest, man, help me out. I'm only one person. And you know, if if you do that, then I know God is gonna bless you ten times more because that's the law of attraction. But yeah, Summerfest, Grammy, and whatever else I said for my for man. my in, in five years. Hey, well, Hey man, I'm proud to say you got up on here
0: Spearhead Conversations I'm gonna throw this outro song for you But um, thank you for coming on, brother It was a pleasure And uh, yeah, Spearhead out, baby God bless you
1: Chan, Drace, Remus, Counter Racks Let's go